guys. Uh, thank you for tuning into the Hatening again. Um, I'm still your host, Hoop. Um, so recently, I found like a box of uh, like old photos or whatever. And I was kind of flipping through, going down memory lane and all that stuff. And there were a few pictures of my first car in there, you know. And so I just started thinking about that, like you know, what it was like to get my first car and like the circumstances surrounding it. And I thought that that would be interesting to sort of talk about, but also it would be interesting to like hear, you know, other people's experiences like with their, with their first vehicle or, or whatever. So like for me, where I lived uh, growing up, like in high school and stuff, we had a neighbor like across the street in our, in our townhouse development thing. And I guess they had like this hand-me-down car, right? And it was like a 1991 Volvo. I think it was a 240. You know, it's it's the one that's just a bunch of right angles. It looks like a child drew the car. You know what I'm talking about? And it was like this old, deep blue. And, you know, like I said, the neighbor across the street, like, I guess all of their kids, I think there's like two or three of them, like, this this was their first car, right? It was expressly bought for, like, their kids to learn how to drive and shit. And, um, and they were considerably older than me, you know what I mean? And so, um, by the time, like, my neighbor's youngest kid, like, you know, went off to college or whatever, I was in maybe middle school, like, I was still pretty young. Um, and so this car just kind of like sat in front of their house for a long ass time. And then once I got to be, you know, in high school and the conversation, um, sort of turned to, uh, me driving, you know, my house or whatever, like when I'm going to get my license, what I'm going to do for a car and stuff, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, my mom was close with the people across the street and I guess they struck up a conversation and the people sort of mentioned in passing that they were about to get rid of this this older car that they had because they haven't used it in a long time and it needs some work and blah 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 and eventually they struck up a deal with my mom where you know I could get the car from them I could we we could buy the car from them essentially you know what I mean and they sold it to us for really cheap I don't remember the the figure off the top of my head but it, I seem to remember being something like we got the car it had like 160,000 miles on it it was like three or four hundred bucks and then I think it ended up needing like 800 bucks in, in repairs or something, you know, nothing too crazy. Like it, it was a pretty good deal for like a first car. And also, you know, the fact that it was a Volvo and you could literally like drive it off a cliff and it wouldn't have a dent was like pretty cool. But yeah, so we purchased the vehicle. I want to say like we got it when I was like 15 or something, you know, I was in like ninth or 10th grade. It was like it was like right before I officially got my license and shit. Like we already had this car and they moved it from the front of my neighbor's house to the front of my house. And obviously like I couldn't drive it cause I didn't have a license, but it just sat in front of our house for a long ass time. Like while I was going through like the permit process and all that shit. But I can remember distinctly like being so excited to get that car key. And even though like I wasn't allowed to drive the car and like I, I you know, I couldn't, you know, do anything with it. And I never, I, I honestly, like I never did, but I could turn the car on, you know, that was like the extent of basically what, what I could do with the car. And I never wanted to like push the limits of like getting in trouble and having the car taken away. I was like very paranoid about that kind of stuff. It's kind of why I never really like, you know, like I never like stole my parents' car to go joyride or anything like in high school or any of that dumb shit, because like the idea of like, 
you know, going and getting some fast food or like going on a smoke ride, like in my mom's car, like what's not worth like the potential consequences of that. But that's a whole other thing. But regardless, I, I remember coming home from school, like from high school before I was able to drive. But once we had acquired the vehicle that didn't really run, um, and you know, like at the time I was smoking cigarettes, like I've been smoking cigarettes since eighth grade. <laughs> and I would sit in this car in front of my mom's house with the windows up. And I would hotbox it with cigarettes. And then I would go inside the house and, like, you know, change my clothes right before my mom got home. But I just remember thinking that it was so cool that I, like, had this car. It was my car. Like, I remember before it even would run, I, like, put a bunch of CDs in there. And sometimes I would just sit in there and, like, turn the, turn the, the you know, just, like, turn the radio on and, like, listen to one song of a CD and then turn it off. Because I was afraid that the engine would die. You know? But I... I was so fucking pumped to have this car and like it was awesome that I had it but like that car was kind of a piece of shit like the the fuel injectors would constantly clog so it would typically just die randomly everywhere you know I would just be driving it and all of a sudden the car would just shut off so like there I blocked a lot of traffic in Hagerstown when I was in high school when I had that car you know it would die like once every couple days without fail. And sometimes it would immediately turn back on, and then other times it would take, you know, 5, 10, 20 minutes. Sometimes it would take a half hour or an hour, you know. So I was very much at the mercy of this vehicle. But um, I loved that thing so much. Like, I, I, I really did, and it was so cool. I was the first in my friend group to have a car. You know, everybody else was quickly behind me, but of, like, my core, my core friends, I was the first one to have a vehicle. And we never really went anywhere that interesting. I think like the five, I cannot tell you the first time that I drove into Baltimore from Hagerstown. You know, I was definitely like, you know, 17 maybe, but I really can't remember because by that time there were like older people who were driving because I was like, you know, I didn't have a GPS and I wasn't that good at driving. I was you know, kind of freaked out by the idea of taking my car that dies all the time, like anywhere that really wasn't within like an hour's walk of my house or somewhere where like I could call my mom and be like it happened again you know what I mean we would go to Frederick and stuff but that was pretty much the extent of me really traveling in that car um up until I was in like high like once I graduated high school I graduated early so like I graduated right when I turned 18 so like the six months between basically my 18th birthday and that was I moved out on my 18th birthday so like right between like me moving out of my mom's house and me going to Washington State like that's when I would kind of drive farther with that car. We had, by that time, like, fixed a decent amount of the issues. Like, I was working as a busboy and a dishwasher, and I was, like, selling weed and, and had, like, very little weed money from that. But, you know, like, I had funds, so, like, the car was in, in decent shape, and I would, like, I drove up to Rochester a bunch to visit my girlfriend at the time and all that shit. But, um... Yeah, like, I remember actually when that car died, very specifically, was one of the last scheduled trips that I was going to drive up to Rochester to visit with my uh, girlfriend, who I was then going to go on a cross-country trip with. And I'll talk about that, like, in, a, in an, uh, another episode eventually, but basically, we were going to do a cross-country trip that uh, resulted in me being dropped off college in olympia it was fucking crazy like everything about that shit's crazy like now looking back you know 12 years later it's like i can't believe that we actually did that and that it worked out you know in air quotes and all that stuff but regardless i was driving back from rochester and i got 
Oh, I was somewhere on the Pennsylvania Turnpike and it just started to overheat. The car started to overheat really bad and so we pulled into a Sheets parking lot and I like, uh, what we, I think I like flushed the oil real quick, but it was sort of one of those things where like I was leaving like a couple days later and we already kind of decided that once I left, like my mom was going to get rid of the car because she had no use for it. I wasn't going to take it across the country or anything, so the car was pretty much going to be scrap at that point, so... We were under an hour from Hagerstown, I think. Yeah, and me and a buddy, or a buddy and I, sorry, uh, we just drove it on uh, on the Pennsylvania Turnpike and then, you know, on 70 and shit. And we got into Hagerstown and we, um, I remember we, we were driving through town and the car was like maxing out at like maybe 55 miles an hour. So we were in like the right hand lane the whole time and like the car was making all these weird noises. Like it sounded like a fucking lawnmower. We were kind of waiting for the car to blow up. And we had called everybody at the time basically and we're like, hey, like we're going to be limping back into town. The car's going to fucking die at some point. Like just kind of be ready to come get us or whatever. So people sort of knew what was happening and there was effectively like a search and rescue party ready to go whenever. I kind of called and said, like, hey, like, this is where the car will now die. And um, it did. It did die on the way, on the way back. We almost made it back to uh, to my house, to my mom's house. And then the car died. And we just fucking left it on the side of the road, honestly. Like, I just fucking called my buddy to come pick us up. We ditched the fucking car on the side of the road. I called my mom, told her what happened. You know, she wasn't fucking stoked, but there wasn't really anything that we could do. And then... We came back like the next day with a couple bags and I like cleaned out everything that I wanted to take. I just left all the trash in there and then they just fucking towed it to a, you know, to a fucking scrap yard or they donated it to, you know, Goodwill or Cars for Kids or, you know, one of those things where you get like a tax write off for the vehicle. But God, I remember thinking I was such hot shit to have a car, quote, of my own at like 16. And it was so egregious, too, because I really wasn't doing anything. I really didn't go anywhere, you know? I drove it to high school, which was literally across the street from my house. I drove it to my job, which was maybe a 10-minute walk (laughs) from my house. And I drove it to, uh, you know, one of my three friends' houses. And all of those were places I could get within a half hour of walking or, you know, 10 minutes riding a bike. But just the, just, you know... It was just so cool to have a car. I wanted to have a car. I mean, basically, I just used it to smoke weed on the, you know, on the back roads and go on smoke rides and shit. Like, that was really all I used the car for. Obviously, as I got older, like, I would go to Frederick. I would come into Baltimore sometimes um, in my car. I was still pretty hesitant to do long-distance drives. But I would go to Rochester pretty frequently. For some reason, I was more okay with driving the six hours up to Rochester than I was trying to navigate through Baltimore. And I remember my reasoning being that I was more okay with my car dying on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere and me having to like camp out and figure it out than my car dying like in city traffic. You know, cause up until Jesus, up until I got out of college, I like had a really, really, really big, really big phobia of driving in the city. But yeah, no, I like I haven't thought about that car in for fucking ever. Like I, I really haven't. Like I'm not really friends with anybody who has like. 15, 16, 17 year olds in their life, so I don't really have to think about the whole like first car scenario shit, you know? So it's just kind of cool, like seeing that and thinking about how excited I was and how I thought I was hot shit because I had this fucking car that was literally as old as I was. <laughs> it was, we were, we were created uh, the same year. We were birthed the same year. So 
I had like a really nice connection with that vehicle and I, I really do miss it in a sense. But also like it was, you know, it was, it, you know, it was a fucking old ass beater ass first car. But I thought that that would be something really, you know, that, that everyone could relate to. Because I feel like everybody had that car. Unless you're fucking rich, you know. And obviously like I don't really have many ways to connect with connect with like rich people so you know that is what it is but i feel like everybody had that car right everybody had like the beater that they got like the hand-me-down from like their older brothers and sisters or like their aunts and uncles or like you know similar to what i did where like the neighbor was selling their like used old fucking barely running car and you get it to learn how to drive and then you know you graduate high school or you go off to college or you save up enough money or whatever and then you get rid of it and you either pass it down to someone else or you kind of just like give it to death you know you just kind of send it to hades or whatever but like i don't know that that's sort of like a you know that's a universal thing in america at least for like my generation right you kind of you get the junky car you you know you love it you kind of hate it you're embarrassed by it but you're kind of proud of it you know what i mean and then you eventually fucking get rid of it and you get your first adult car, whatever that means, which is still probably a hand-me-down from your parents. It just has 50,000 miles on it instead of 150,000. But, you know, that's just something I've been thinking about recently. And, um, yeah, I hope that that sort of makes you think about some shit, too. I don't know. But thank you, for real. Thank you for listening to the show. Andrew and I really do appreciate it. it this project is really important to us, and it's, it's a lot of fucking fun. It, it really is something that we both uh cherish cherish deeply um but yeah so please uh, you can find us on all the socials from all the socials you can then find andrew and myself's uh, personal pages you know please add us and and all that kind of shit we are trying to be pretty active on there with everything um sort of part of what we're doing is trying to be you know visible on all the platforms and shit because we're not doing any type of advertising we're not paying anybody for anything because you know, we don't have fucking money, and also, like, I don't want to give money to all these, like, tech overlord assholes, so, like, if you like the show, please, 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 tell your friends, you know, retweet us, share our Instagram posts, like, anything that can help us get the word out, because really, we're only doing word of mouth shit, you know, that, that, that's really kind of all we want to do, we don't want to, we don't want to have to pay for advertising, but, um, yeah, please take care of yourself and the people around you, and don't forget to tell your friends that you love them, 